Shalom, shalom, family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Bread Podcast, where we read the word of Yahuwah daily. So, Daily Bread Podcast is presented to you by Living for Yahuwah Ministries, and uh, we are your hosts. I'm Dalayahu, here alongside my beautiful wife. Hafatiba. Uh-huh. And... Um, this is the Daily Bread Podcast. We're here to read one chapter. We read one chapter a day. And today we are reading Exodus or Shamut chapter 5. And uh, we're going to read one chapter. Before we read that chapter, we're going to um, open up in prayer. But right real quick, before we open up in prayer, we're going to give you guys a quick recap of what's going on in Exodus chapter 5. And basically, Moses is on his way back. He is a changed man. We see from the beginning of the chapter, the Hebrews was in Egypt. The Pharaoh put out an a edict or a decree. It made me think about uh, modern day times or the United States government. He put out what we know today in executive order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get all these executive orders and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Joe, uh, Joe Biden put out an executive order and said, Throw the Hebrews in the uh, in the now, so uh, pretty much Moses murdered somebody, got sent away or ran away. Then he saw Elohim, got a very important message, and now he on his way back to talk to Pharaoh, do these signs and wonders. So we're in the midst of the uprising of people. So uh, very exciting, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. It's the scripture speak for itself. Thank you guys for joining us, for reading with us, for waking up with us, for ending your day with us. So uh, let's open up in prayer so we can get into the word of Yahuwah and uh, and see how the scriptures unfold. So before we start, we're just going to stand, if possible, open up our, spread our palms, and um, face the direction of Jerusalem and pray. Our Father who is in the heavens, we ask that you permit your name to be set apart, permit your reign to come, permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We ask that you give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our sins and our trespasses against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our dead Lord. We pray and we ask that you Allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. These things and more we pray. In the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, the Hosha. Halal Yehu. Halal Yehu. So, Exodus, Shemu, chapter 5. That's where we at. Exodus chapter 5. We got 40 chapters. Verse 5. Chapter 5, verse 1. I mean. Afterward, Moses and Aharon went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahuwah, the Elohim of Yasharah, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. This is the one I want to start. When we share, we talked about that last time, highlight one. First out of the chapter. Like, uh, have a feast to you who in the wilderness. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. 
when we play on the fly for the uh, block party, B party, feast, feast, you know what I mean? that? That's what it is. Verse two. Yeah. Verse two. But Pharaoh said, "Who is Yahuwah that I should obey his voice and let Yasharal go? I do not know Yahuwah, and moreover, I will not let Yasharal go." I think it's very important, family, because we this everything in scripture is important. Everything that's written is important. Even the monologues, even the dialogues, the, the songs in between. So I think it's very important what is written that Pharaoh said. He said, Who is Yahuwah? That I should let him go. Because we know that Yahuwah raised him up. He said, I raised you up for this very purpose. To literally destroy you. And um, he said to make himself a great name in the earth. He's going to say this somewhere in this book. But we know that later on. As we went into the promised lands, we know that the nations around us knew who we were. They knew our Elohim. They heard of what happened in Egypt. And they it was a fear about Yasharal and of Yahuwah. Whether we want to recognize it or not, you know, our, our enemy is not going to tell us this. Nobody else is going to tell us this part of history, but they all know us. But it was this very pinnacle, important time in history where Pharaoh was able to make this statement. I don't know Yahuwah. And this the very reason Yahuwah made him known so he could make a name out of Pharaoh. So, very interesting Pharaoh's comments because he's going to have to eat them words for sure. And Yahuwah going to destroy him and it's going to never, nobody's going to never be able to say that again. Like, I don't know Yahuwah. When we came to the land of the Philistines, the, the Babylonians, everybody knew like, oh, this this story, da, da, da. he brought the people out of Egypt, like everybody know. And uh, it's very important words. But he said he don't know Yahuwah. And who is Yahuwah that I should let his people go? Okay. And that's also to tell us that in the last time in the second Exodus, these statements, nobody's going to be able to make these statements again. It ain't like Babylon can say, who is Yahuwah that I should let the Israelites go? They ain't going to let them go. They ain't going to let them go. But they ain't going to be able to say, we don't know they mighty one. So this very interesting statement from Pharaoh. Verse 3. Then they said, the Elohim of the Hebrews has met with us. Boy, serious like but we just we did some politicking. This is the answer. He met with us, please. He's saying please and all too. Please let us go on a three days journey into the wilderness that we may slaughter to Yahuwah Allahim, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. But the sovereign of Matsurim made but the sovereign, yeah, the sovereign of Matsurim said to them, Moses and Aharon, why do you take the people for, away from their work? Get back to your burdens. And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. <clears throat> Verse 6. The same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their foremen, You will no longer give the people straw to make bricks, as in the past. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. But the number of bricks that they make in the past, you will impose on them. You will by no means reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry, let us go and offer sacrifice to our Elohim. <laughs> you got to love it, the whole uh, yeah. problem, reaction, solution. <laughs> this is the problem, my people suffering. The solution, let us go. No, this is the answer. Work hard. <laughs> Straight up. And it's familiar. Yeah, for sure. And it's familiar. Oh, you ain't got enough to do. That's what it is. You got time to tell me you don't like something. When you uncomfortable, 
Here's more things to do. Now you ain't got time to come in my face and tell me something. Yeah. But, um, and then this is the most diabolical part is that they, so, they say after they then impose uh, uh, such harshness, they go, let's go slaughter some mighty ones. So they just like, you know, in praise and worship and thinking they, you know, are we right. You who, know what I'm saying? Who said let's go slaughter some mighty ones? Verse eight. Let us go and slaughter to our Elohim. That's what he, that's what he's saying. The Hebrews are saying. Oh. He said, "Cause y'all ain't got enough work to do." Y'all saying that's the Hebrews, not the Egyptians, saying for sure. But uh, very interesting. Verse nine. Let heavier work be laid on the men that they may labor at it and pay in regards to lying words. Hmm. Verse 10, so the taskmasters and the foremen of the people went out and said to the people, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Verse 11, go and get straw yourselves wherever you can find it, but your work will not be reduced in the least. So the people were scattered throughout all the land of Osirene to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Complete your work. <clears throat> Your daily task each day as when you as when there was straw. And the format of the people of Yasharal, whom Pharaoh's taskmaster had set over them, were beaten and were asked, Why have you not done all your tasks of making bricks today and yesterday as in the past? Then the foreman of the people of Yasharal came and cried to Pharaoh, Why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is given to your servants, yet they say to us, make bricks. <clears throat> and behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. Hmm. It's amazing, like, because, you know, Moses went out to the wilderness, you know, all of him get this word and say, do this for the people, and I'm a, you can worship me on his mind. And just imagine, you go back, and it's hell for everybody, not only for you in the rebuke, but in the people, like, they get punished more, like. It, this one of them things, like just like leaving for the wilderness is gonna be, is like it make you it's like is this really from all the hand? Is it, it could mm -hmm. this have really? How could this really have been from all the hand? Mm -hmm. And that's like it's a morale breaker. Like it's crazy. It just show you mm -hmm. like we tested and we tried. Like nothing is easy. Like people think, oh, all the hand told me to do this, so it's like it's a yellow brick road. Like it's mm -hmm. just I don't know what you know. People just gotta get out that mindset because it's never been the case. Can't never show no example of that. Yeah. It's never been the case. And I don't know why, just in America, we so conditioned to like. If it's good, it's because it. Right. Yeah, everything is just so easy. Yeah, everything yeah. supposed to be easy, but it's, like, it's never like that. It's never like that. And it's funny, man. We were just reading with, uh, with somebody else, and we were just talking about that. About um, Shabur and the count and the 50 days and all that. And we were just talking about. Um, the crushed grain, and, and he was just talking about like how you who are liking us to that fr that fruit and that that, that fruit and uh, the the product, the, the produce. But my point was just that what you see and all these things. We're talking about the threshing flow and stuff like that. And I'm just saying what you understand about what the point is. And this was I felt good being able to explain it because I'm explaining to somebody who knew to it. But I was explaining like it took me even two three years in the truth to even understand this. The fact that 
the whole point about all this offering stuff is to understand that all these things are processed. Like he prepares the gold, how you make gold. It come out the ground, but it got to go through the fire, literally. And it come out, okay, yeah, we like the purified bars, but it's like we went through the fire. We talking about olive oil, olive oil beaten. Uh, bread get crushed and threshed. And then you can make all the good stuff that come from it, crackers and, and, and bread and wheat and, and you know toasting, whatever. But it's like the whole point, I'm just explaining that to somebody else. It clarifies for me just more 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 clearly the fact that this is what he asking for. This is the process he trying to show us. But it's like nobody really get that part. Like I gotta be crushed and beaten and olive oil is pressed and then it's used to anoint priests and kings, but it don't just come off the tree dripping like it don't you gotta really you know people gotta understand that your who want stuff processed and process mean trial beaten that mean beaten crushed battered and bruised and and through the fire like all the best things he talking about is there's no other way around it and even Mashiach had to do it obviously and these are the example of people we gotta paint for people but people like oh well, if he wanted me to come out he would have made it easy. The plane ticket to fall out the sky. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would get the plane ticket for me if you really wanted me to come. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> really? And so this is the message I think coming from this shot because all he ain't clearly told him to go get the people. And it's like, it's first try. He'll let us go. Pharaoh start laughing. What? Who is this? Oh, what? Man, make them niggas get more break. You tripping? But also understanding what the fruits of the spirit is, and one of them is long suffering. <sighs> So you got you gotta know that you gotta suffer. You mm. gotta go through things to develop that that fruit. Yo, no doubt about it. And it's like you ain't gonna get it unless you do it. You're not gonna be recognized because other people who went through stuff gonna know that y'all been through stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you going through some stuff. And I mean, this point can go on and on, but it's just amazing to read for me even reading the storyline. How it was just like go get the people. As soon as you go get the people, it's like fair response is like you tighten up. Get tighter and tighter. T tighter, but it's like yo, him asking for freedom it had the direct opposite effect. The people got more affliction, yeah. and that, that's amazing just to see the chain of events. And then the chain of command: Pharaoh give the edict. The edict go to the taskmaster. Taskmaster beat the people. The uh, the little Hebrew laborers, the Hebrew managers over the people, they come crying back, hey, what y'all doing, Pharaoh? Hey, man, you beating us? Like, what? No straw. Like, it's crazy. Like, and again, just the chain effect, the politics that happened, but it's amazing because it's like the direct opposite of, uh, effect. And I'm looking at it, I'm almost recognizing it as a, as a spirit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that you you asking for something and you get the opposite. Right. And um, I don't know. It's just it's something familiar about that. Like, oh, I need this, and it's like, I'm not not only am I not gonna give it to you, but I'm gonna require more of you, and then I'm gonna smack you if you don't give it to if you don't do it. Yes, and take your mind off that stuff. Whatever you asking for, cause you don't need to be asking for. <laughs> yeah. It must be a spirit because it's it, you can see it. You can see it being repeated, the same kind of cycle being repeated in people. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no mm -hmm. other way for the cycle to go. You want this, I'm gonna get nah. Not only no, because you ask me that you ain't got you you think it too much. <laughs> you wanna be smart. <laughs> anyway. Verse fifteen, one more time. 
Then the former of the people of Yashara came and cried to Pharaoh, Why do you treat your servant like this? No straw is given to your servants, yet they say to us, Make bricks, and behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. Verse 17. But he said, Pharaoh, you are idle, you are idle. That is why you say, let us go and sacrifice to you. Who? I know the people must have been like, who said that? We ain't say that. Mm -hmm. Nah, Moses came back asking for that for y'all. Now y'all got work. Very interesting, man. How all the parties become identified, you know, and the sides become, line become drawn. You're like, you with me or you with Pharaoh? Like, somebody picking bricks and somebody giving orders. And they clearly not picking bricks, you know what I'm saying? But some people, it's the weight literally falling on the Hebrew people. Pharaoh people emboldened, hey man, y'all, I got, got bad news for y'all. But also because we know that these judgments are getting ready to fall on all of the, the demigods. Uh -huh, of course. It's like, I don't know, for me, it's like when he said, he's like, it's almost like he mocking, like he like, let us go and slaughter to your hood. Yeah, it's course. almost like when you when you mention your hood's name, he can irritate it. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So of course. it's like That's I'm not exactly finna let point. you Right. Like your hood, like he said he don't know your hood, but something in him is like, nah, you can't let right. that. He know it's another olive him that ain't here. Like, mm -hmm. That's what that's what we know they know for sure. Go now and work, verse 18. No straw will be given you, but you must deliver the same number of bricks. 19. The foreman of the people of Yashara saw that they were in trouble when they said, You will by no means reduce your number of bricks, <clears throat> your daily task each day. Verse 20. They met Moses and Aharon who were waiting for them as they came out from Pharaoh. So now people, it's galvanizing the people. This is it's having a, an effect. That's the thing about this uh, certain natures, like rules of. Like you say, how things work. You want people to do something. They want to do something. When you're in opposition, you opposite, you increase. It. You know but also, seeing in the ancient world, the the order. Of course. This order. There is um. They have requirements. You're at work, and you're required to produce this every day. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Just keep that in mind. Like you know, people have in their head like. Things were this way in the past, and things are new. Like, mm -hmm. we, like we got so much smarter and so much brighter. But it was the same thing back then. They had help. They had machines. They had different ways to help them accomplish these things, and they had goals and of course and quotas. quotas to meet at work. Of course, so if you every you making bricks, if you building houses, or with most people, case you working in the field, of course they had quotas for sure. Very interesting. Verse twenty. They met Moses and Aharon who were waiting for them as they came out from Pharaoh. And they said to them, Yahuwah, look on you because Yahuwah, look on you and judge, because you have made us stink in the sight of Pharaoh and his servant, and then and have put a sword in their hand to kill us, right? And that's the right. That's, people against you. that's the perfect analogy of good. I, I understand mm -hmm. what the people mean. Like y'all just made our life work. That's what I'm saying. That was so interesting about the whole thing. Like they know they're doing something for Elohim and the result, and it's not like the people wrong, they literally just did that. Like, they literally just made the people life harder. And it's like, we didn't actually do that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's the, the smell of change, though. You know, that's the whole point. That's really what I'm getting at. It's like, we know this is of Yahuwah, but how can it have such 
it, how can it bring such abrasion between mm -hmm. the forces involved, like the leadership, who you who ordained to lead, and the people who you're supposed to lead? It's like they put them almost at enmity. But the leader did what they supposed to do, but the results wasn't. You know, the process it's a process. The results were desirable, and it's like the fallback fall following the people, and it's like. What can what are the people supposed to think? Like this can't be everywhere. He didn't send you, and it's like whatever your plan is is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, but and you can't blame them for thinking that. But it's like not the case. It's, it couldn't be further from the truth. But this is the process. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they galvanize, but it's it's still like a you know like it bring friction, but it galvanizing at the same time, and it just bring your purpose in the call, bring your faith in the call, your endurance tested. Do I believe in you? Did he really say that? Did he send you? Is any of this right? Like, that's the, that's the stuff like people always, you know, I think it's interesting that it, it's telling us these dynamics clearly at work in scripture. Clearly. So it's very mm -hmm. interesting. And, it's, it's, and we see that, you know, these people, they come against Moses a lot. Yeah, for exactly. Yeah, even once they saw you, who it went for real, for real. This right. just the beginning, for real. Right. Don't even talk about the wisdom. So, <laughs> for real. They just imagine Moses is just like, man. They say he was humble. Yeah, you who got me on this mission for these ungrateful people. People. I'm Moses. And at some point, at some point, you just like, like you said, like if it wasn't for the fact that I saw the fire. Right. And, and I, I knew. see the smoke. Exactly. And I see it. If I oh, didn't see it, because for us, we don't see that. You start to really question it, like, I don't know, maybe I didn't hear from him. That's the question. That's, that's why it's a test. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Verse 22. Then Moses, Moses, Musha, turned to Yahuwah and said, Oh, Yahuwah, why have you done evil to his people? Why did you ever send me? Of course, this chapter is like despair. Hey, you get the word, we going back, marching in. They could end up on their face at the end of the chapter. Man, Yahuwah, what's going on? Wait a minute now, hold on, I didn't think it's going to be like this. Verse 23, for since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. So I ain't say I was going to do it the first time. Man, that's a great chapter to start your day, man. If that don't help strengthen your belief, your prayer life with you, if it don't help strengthen your, 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 your faith in adversity, if it don't help strengthen your resolve to, to get your job done, to, to get your purpose done, to fulfill your purpose no matter what happened, you need to read it again. Listen to us read it. Cut it off. Then read it again, y'all. Read it again because you could be on the mission from Yahuwah. Like, listen, we, we, Yahuwah told me to read the word. Sometimes it's hard. Mm -hmm. huh? Sometimes people might not listen. Or sometimes people might got feedback that's not desirable, right? Or whatever it may be. Like, really? Should I really keep? But this just, I'm telling you, you got to be enduring in your calling. Whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, we see the road is not a yellow brick road. The bricks for the work. Bricks ain't for the smooth road. Bricks for you to, you know, I'm just reading this too. Just talking about that um, couple of lessons I'm working on. But, uh... You gonna be on what you would say uh, talking about the bread? We talking about bread and how it's important. And bread is even processed and and uh, and threshed, and it, it's go for a process of refining. But even man, we just reading Genesis. He said, "I'm gonna make you 
how to work for your food. Talking about when he cursed the ground mm -hmm. and he said, you're going to eat your bread and toil. Mm -hmm. So the curse was, you know, that's from the beginning. You were told us we're going to have to work. You're going to eat your bread by the sweat of your brow. Eat bread by the sweat of your brow. So the point is just that we got to understand the bricks is for working, man. And uh, it ain't sweet. You know, it ain't sweet. What's sweet is coming together. What's sweet is celebrating you, his, his, his rest, his Shabbat, his Muadim. But it's important to understand, family, it, the work is cut out for us, for sure. And uh, it's an amazing thing. But we got to endure it, seriously. Really got to endure it. And be strengthened in your faith. Because this chapter, for me, just uh, the epitomize, epitomize everything. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the beginning, like, what we left off at again? We ain't reading a couple days. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, he going to tell further, let the people go. We know he just saw you. He just saw you. He just told him. I'm gonna give you this five signs. I know you got you can't speak well. Your brother coming to help you. Everything I got everything you need right here. Okay, cool. Let's go do it. Get smacked right in the face. What? People at you like what? What? What did you just do? Yeah, and just speaking from you know spiritual warfare. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You know you you gotta uh, you see Moses. He he gotta keep at it. He gotta ask more than once. You know what I'm saying? And he still got to go through all the adversity that comes from asking. Mm. So in spiritual warfare, you you can't just make a make a prayer for deliverance one time. You got to keep making it until you get delivered. Mm. That's a great point. Well, you heard what she said. And understanding that the adverse that the adversary that's holding you, holding it, is going is going to act a fool on you real fast before he let you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man. We ain't gonna hold y'all up, man. Thanks for walking with us. Thanks for reading with us, family. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we pray that your day is enlightened, uh, encouraged, and strengthened. Pray that you will bless you, keep you, guard you. Until the next chapter, family. Shalom. Shalom. Follow us on social media, though. Yeah. Straight up. It's all good. Uh -huh.